there, I'm James, and welcome back to Deleted Scenes, a show where we talk about movies to a wall and sometimes guests. So, uh, this this episode's been in the oven for a while. Um, March 2021 a while, but, um, yeah, <laughs> where do I even begin? Um, this was meant to come out as episode 5, and instead... It's episode 14, <laughs> nearly a year after it was meant to be uploaded, and I can explain, <laughs> sort of. Um, mostly, it was because I was an idiot. <laughs> like, there were outside factors, but it was mostly me being an idiot. And, uh, yeah, so me and Alex spent the day recording a Star Wars podcast. In fact, it began as one podcast and then it expanded into three because we had so much to say we were breaking down all of star wars and i was just listening like you could listen to alex talk about star wars for ages it's amazing like there's such knowledge and passion there um <laughs> we spent a long time on it and then i got sick immediately after like the, the day after i just wasn't able to do anything i was i was yeah not not feeling good and uh, <laughs> you can even hear it. You'll be able to hear it because this is back a different era and early with the podcast where I was afraid to talk to guests, <laughs> sort of. And, um, basically, I don't talk that much, but when I do talk, I am stuffy as hell. And uh, yeah, I, I was sick. Little did I know. And um, so after I got sick and I left it for a while, it was left. It was going to be a few weeks delayed. It ended up uh, coming to college assignment season. <laughs> And during that period of time, this guy here somehow lost the file. And, uh, yeah, it, it was just gone. Like, I couldn't find it anywhere. And uh, I felt terrible for it because that was a big file. And that was going to be a big episode. And here we are, nine episodes later, when it was meant to come out. And it, it's here now. <laughs> but basically... This intro is just an apology for it taking so long because it it did not mean to I I I, I it was not meant to take this long <laughs> it just wasn't it was meant it was meant to be out and it just wasn't out but now it's out so I hope you enjoy it um it's it's definitely before I got used to podcasting but Alex is an amazing guest he was so fun to talk to and listen to and um I hope you enjoy and I will see you for the final episode in this trilogy that will be coming out and um, i have to edit it but i found the files as i said so that's going to be on the way hopefully um mcclunky Hi there, everyone. Welcome back to Deleted Scenes on what accidentally became a new three-part event because this is the Deleted Scenes Complete Saga where we're going to be ranking every single Star Wars movie on this tier list we have here. Last week, we did the prequels and this time we're going to be having a look at the original ones. So I'd like to welcome back Alex, my Star Wars connoisseur. And Hello. we're going to get started. How are you That's now with this? <laughs> didn't expect good. to be back so soon, yeah? <laughs> no, didn't expect to be back so soon, but... Because I spent too long talking about the prequel trilogy, oh, sure, we ran out fun. of time. 
it's quality content i'm getting there for you there you go <laughs> i guess we should just get started straight away the first ever star wars movie a new hope thoughts um all right okay so te- technically chronologically it's not the first star yeah, wars film fourth yeah but in terms of when it came out it was the first star wars film because it came out in 1977 so it's what about 40 40 40 something years old yeah yeah 43 maybe i'm not too sure on the maths but yeah more more for more than 40 anyway at this yeah. rate so yeah first star wars film to come out i mean I've, obviously i was not alive back then so yeah, neither was I. <laughs> so, right, okay. So this film focuses on, from where we left off of last time, how Luke ended up on Tatooine with, with Anakin's stepbrother, Owen, and, and Owen's girlfriend, Beru, which is now his wife. So that's where Luke is at the minute. He's being raised as like a farm boy. Then Princess Leia, obviously, is like the daughter of a really wealthy senator, Bail Organa. So somehow Leia, Leia gets her hands on the Death, the Death Star plans, yeah. which were the plants also seen in Attack of the Clones. So somehow, and also you could see it under construction in Revenge of the Sith. So, yeah, at the end there. So, I mean, it explains in Rogue, we'll, we'll talk about Rogue One later on. Like, yeah. not, not in this episode, probably in the next one. That's how that's how they get the Death Star plants. But anyway, she has the Death Star plans. Anakin Skywalker, now Darth Vader, and now Sith Lord. And he's yeah. in this massive suit of armor now because he needs to breathe because he got burnt so badly on Mustafa. He's so cool. <laughs> he catches up with... with, with at, the, at this point in time, Anakin doesn't know the, that he had two kids. All he, all he knows is that Padme, like, was pregnant, but he doesn't know the fate of any of the children. Yeah. So, basically, Leia in her ship called the Tantive 4, trying to outrun a big massive star to shore, which is this big triangular-looking ship. That's huge. So Vader boards that, massacres all the rebels, because Leia's part of the Rebel Alliance, so they can get rid of the Empire. Yeah. And, and the Empire is now, uh, used to be the Republic, but has now become like this kind of fascist yeah, dictatorship. Like, like, yeah, space Nazis in a way, would you say? Basically, yeah. yeah. Actually, yeah, that, that'd be kind of an, an apt comparison, because, I mean, they don't like alien races in their ranks really i never actually knew yeah. that like i always thought like well i suppose bosk was uh boss is a bounty hunter like i mean yeah. they hire bounty hunters but tron is the only like non like well he's he's humanoid but he's like the yeah. not he's non-human so yeah he's the only technically like person of an alien race with just the chase uh he's he's the only person that's actually part of the empire but he, yeah. he's a separate character he's not in this film anyway yeah but anyway vader catches up to leia takes her prisoner uh r2d2 the astromech and c-3po the gold fella Classic. uh leia puts puts the death star plants into r2d2 and puts them them two in an escape pod and sends it off to tatooine and so leia gets imprisoned uh the droids end up on tatooine the empire figures out oh shit the droids have gone to tatooine so <laughs> we better go there luke's just vibing he's uh, a poor farm boy basically somehow the droids end up on board the sand crawlers which is like a yeah. massive portable mining base yeah and they, they, they kind of were basically captured by these scavenger people called jawas which they're like three foot nothing hooded yeah. um characters eyes. yeah with glowing eyes and shotguns and stuff then uh, Owen is there trying to buy some droids off of the Jawas originally goes for an R4 astromech but that astromech blows up in front of him and he's like well <laughs> I can't buy it anymore so yeah. then he eventually buys R2-D2 and because C-3PO and R2-D2 are like a pair a, mm-hmm. a combo yeah. he basically buys both but it's 
useful enough because I mean, or uh, C-3PO is like a, a protocol droid, which means he can translate in billions of languages. So I mean, that's yeah. handy. And astromechs <laughs> are always used to kind of link up with um, like spaceships and stuff like that. Yeah, like exactly. Anything, don't they? And databases and stuff. Exactly. Actually, it's it's important to note that R two D two and C three PO had had their mem- previous memories of the prequel trilogy wiped from them, except yeah, that- for R two D two. I think R two D two actually has C three PO's memory backed up. That's a plot point of of a later film. But anyway, because oh, yeah. Anakin so, yeah. built C three PO, and then like yeah. R two was his uh, astromech. Yeah. Or yeah, R two came from uh, Naboo, and he just kind of showed up because he was part of the ship. Yeah. Uh, that they went went away on. But anyway. That's all well and good. Then it's revealed that Leia put in a message to find someone named Obi-Wan Kenobi into the into RTD2 and yeah. Luke discovers it. And it's like, Obi-Wan Kenobi? I only know someone called Ben Kenobi. Is he related <laughs> to him? Yeah. And as we said in the previous film, Obi-Wan Kenobi went to Tatooine and dropped Luke off them and was watching over Luke the whole time. Luke begins to search for Obi-Wan. And then eventually is saved from Tusken Raiders by an old man yeah. called Ben. Ben Kenobi. <laughs> the one and only. Imagine that. Imagine h- hiding out from like from persecution and only changing your first name and not your last name. <laughs> and wearing the same robes, Jedi robes. Like you'd think you'd change your second name in particular. <laughs> like Obi-Wan. Like there's probably there's probably more than one Obi-Wan, but like I wouldn't say like, you know, Kenobi mm. seems very Stand out, I suppose. So, I mean, they eventually find each other. He tells her about, uh, Leia's, this this person is looking for, for Obi-Wan. Then they're like, okay, we need to go rescue her. So then they go to, they go to, into Moss Eisley, which is like the main town in Tatooine. And they're looking for a captain on a ship, which is when they bump into Han Solo and Chewbacca. Yeah. So last time we saw Chewbacca, he was, uh, he helped Yoda escape from Kashyyyk uh, in the little skate pod. So we don't really know how he ended up there. Well, we do in the solo film, but we want to talk about it. Yeah, that gets real interesting. (laughs) Yeah. So, basically, he meets up with them. The first time we see uh, Han Solo is he's in the cantina. Yeah. And... The, there's the, the this moment his introductory moment has been a massive spark of debate because oh yeah in the original 1977 film he's he's sitting in front of a bounty hunter called Greedo and Han Solo is like has a bounty put on him by a crime lord called Jabba the Hutt he's like the massive slug looking creature and yeah. he talks funny um he's there talking to Greedo and Greedo's like oh I can bring you in whatever yeah and then he's like Han Solo slowly like unlatches his holster and has his gun there and he, he has his gun under like his his hand resting on his gun under the table and Han Solo's leaning back against the wall Greedo says he's like about to kill him and then Han Solo origin, originally in the 1977 film Han Solo pulls his gun out and absolutely blasts Greedo yeah. before Greedo had a chance to react to kill him hand shot first <laughs> exactly this that's where the whole hand shot first debate comes from now that's yeah. that's what happened but then in the later re-releases of the film on like blu-ray and like the special editions where they add in extra stuff yeah they edited the they edited that scene so Greedo shoots first and then Han awkwardly moves his head to dodge the, yeah. the blaster shot and then fires in return. I guess I guess the reason why is because they wanted to make Han seem like, oh, he was defending himself rather than like the yeah. original scene where Han, where Han literally just blasts Greedo. Yeah, I remember they added this, was it in the Disney Plus re-release where they added the bit where Greedo's like, McClunky or something like that. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> McClunky. <It's> yeah. Just... <laughs> 
So many unnecessary. <laughs> I forgot about the McClunky bit. Yeah, he. he. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that showed up in like the Mandalorian then as well. And stuff. I forgot about McClunky. Yeah, I forgot about that because because um yeah that's the thing he says before he shoots Han Solo. <laughs> They, I don't know why they added that McClunky thing yeah. in. I, I can't I was, remember the reason why. Because I was watching it on Disney Plus there the other day, and like legitimately, I completely forgot about it as well. And then when you hear it, you're like, what? Well, he just got McClunky and then shoots him and then gets blasted. All right. So anyway, during the cantina, then some fella approaches and starts on Luke and Luke's like oh will you leave me alone and this fella's supposed to be wanted on several systems for murder and yeah. experimentation and all that and then his friend steps in and then Obi-Wan steps in and cuts his friend's arm just off clean off just, just clean off Obi-Wan's and, badass in this even like Alec Guinness yeah. in particular like he's I know he didn't want to be in it but like he's, he's really good, good. I actually like him and he's yeah. yeah he just swings his blade and just cuts Swings the lightsaber and cuts off his arm. Not exactly the best thing to do because then it just shows that person might be a Jedi because they're yeah. wielding a lightsaber and lightsabers are pretty rare. So hides away for like 20 years only to just crack it out in a bar fight. <laughs> exactly. Oh, so yeah. anyway, they make a deal with yeah, with Han Solo and Chewbacca. And yeah. they're eventually getting their ship ready, but then they're found out by the Empire and the Empire starts shooting at them. Of course, they eventually they hop into the to the Millennium Falcon. Millennium Falcon. Oh my god, why Oh, the Millennium great. Falcon, <laughs> and yeah, they fly away uh, to get yeah. out. So now they're flying through space, going towards what they believe is some sort of space station. That's where yeah. um, Leia's being being held. Yeah. And so they're there flying, and they see this little moon-looking thing. They're like, what's that? And they're like, that's no moon. That's a space station. And then they realize <laughs> that the space station is a massive... It is so it's the cool. size of a moon. And that's the thing. Like, imagine, like, being like, yeah, I forgot that I didn't even know this was 1977. Like, to have these sort of ideas of, like, what if there was a moon sized, like, battleship, I suppose? And just, like, it looks yeah. even like, even like in the modern movies, especially, but even in, like, these old ones where it's like, it looks so threatening just having the big, like, laser cannon out in the front. Yeah. That. Like, it's just a, such an iconic sign. And somehow they managed to board uh, to Death Star. Yeah. <laughs> So, the Empire just, the, uh, I guess the Empire were, were relaxed on guard duty that day and were like, yeah, yeah we'll just let you in, no problem. Yeah. I mean, obviously they searched the ship, but they hide in like inside the Millennium Falcon's like uh, engines yeah. under the floorboards. So then they eventually, they hop out with the Millennium Falcon when everyone's gone. They sneak around uh, the Death Star. They go up to like the main comms room trying to find what level Leia's held on. Yeah. And... um. They eventually do, um, but Han and Luke uh, dress up in some stormtrooper disguises, and they eventually go to the to the level prison level that she's on, and they're trying to still figure out where. Meanwhile, C three PO and R two D two are just vibing off in the comms room, and while this is happening, I believe, oh yeah, Obi Wan is off trying to disable the like, is yeah, it was like a shield generator or something, yeah. um. I believe, yeah, yeah, or it was like a tractor beam or something that, so yeah. they could escape. Oh, yeah, because they're stuck in there, yeah. Yeah, and so he's also secretly wanting to find Darth Vader. So yeah, he's just looking for Darth Vader because obviously <laughs> they have unfinished business. And so, yeah, they, they reached, Luke and Han reached prison level along with Chewbacca because they pretend that Chewbacca is a prisoner and I put him in handcuffs to try and get by all the soldiers. They Yeah, they come to the prison level. As I said, yeah, uh, they're they're trying to still find out what room 
lays in. Yeah. And they get a calm from like another soldier being like, oh, what's going on down there? Because they hear like a gunfire. They're like, oh, no, it's all right. Just a slight weapons malfunction. How are you? <laughs> and then, I'm which sorry. is one of my which is one of my favorite parts of the film, because I just think it's hilarious the way he's just like, how are you? Harrison Ford yeah. is so good in this. Like, yeah, <laughs> like even though just... Harrison Ford absolutely hates Star Wars. Yeah. He, he, he's just so funny in it. Yeah. But like unintentionally funny. Anyway, he's like, oh, he, he shoots the, the like um, intercom thing. Yeah. Goes, so it was a boring conversation anyway. And then <laughs> he's like telling Luke to hurry up. Luke eventually finds uh, Leia. Leia's just there vibing on the bench. Yeah. And she, she comments that Luke is a bit too short to be a stormtrooper. He's like, I'm no stormtrooper. And then, so then they get found out. A lot of stormtroopers come, start, there's a little shootout. Leia, like, decides, you know, I'll, I'll grab the blaster off of Luke, or it was either Luke or Han, yeah. and shoots open a vent so they can slide down to escape. So they do that, but they end up in this thing called a trash compactor, oh, which is yeah. where just basically all the rubbish goes and it gets squashed and sent out into space. Mm-hmm. So they're there, and then uh, the Empire realizes this, and so they turn it on, and the walls start closing in, and they're trying to find like a beam to like at least stop the walls from closing yeah. in. And while that's happening, there's like um, there's a creature, uh, like a tentacle like creature in the in the trash compactor, and that like pulls Luke underwater and like and like tries to drown him and stuff. Yeah. So basically, this absolute mess is happening. They're trying to contact C-3PO. C-3PO is a bit off his head or something. He's yeah. Just, He's, the, he's just randomly like, what? And then he <laughs> figures out, oh, no, quick, R2-D2, stop the trash compactor. And then they stop it. So happy days. Stop. Yeah. They, they eventually <laughs> hop out and they change back into their normal clothes out of Stormtrooper gear. Mm-hmm. And then ensues a hilarious chase scene, which involves them, the gang, running through corridors, uh, running away from Stormtroopers. Yeah. Then Han Solo decides the genius idea of chasing the stormtroopers like <laughs> he, so he decides to turn around grab a massive gun and start running at them and they're Just like screaming and then start screaming and then all the stormtroopers actually leg it they're like oh no run and then <laughs> yeah. and then they they run into about he runs them into a hangar of about 20 stormtroopers they'll turn around and start firing at them actually that's another thing that they they change with later editions with later editions in the background of the hangar they change it so that there's like instead of like 20 or so stormtroopers there's about there's about 500 stormtroopers on screen (laughs) at once and they all just turn around in in unison they all individually just go and and turn around and see them and then they start shooting at them i mean that's a, it's a bit of a weird change, but I think it's kind of funny because it's like yeah. he runs into this room full of like hundreds of stormtroopers <laughs> and I went, oh, oh no. Because <laughs> that's the thing, like, with, the, so with the special editions, like it adds, a, they always add like a lot, like I've only ever grown up with the special editions. I've never actually seen like the despecialized ones, but like stuff like, there's some stuff in it like that where it's like, it really actually adds to it. And then you have stuff like, there's bits where um, a CGI monster might just like walk across the screen. I, I remember this one specific. Yeah, one the like, one with the the what what do they call them? The Jailback. Yeah. In Tatooine, and it walks literally across the screen, like just in blocks front the of camera, you. like you literally don't even get good look at it. Camera. Yeah. This CGI creature blocks the camera view of the stormtroopers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So anyway, they run back to the ship. Oh, I forgot to mention um, 
the scene about the stormtrooper hitting his head and then in later special edition he hits oh. his head accidentally but they kept it in yeah. and then in later editions they added a sound effect for him hitting his head <laughs> which is pretty funny yeah. um and there's actually there's actually um this is a side note in in attack of the clones Django fett hits his head off off of his uh, ship in the same way yeah um and that's just like a little nod to that scene but anyway so cool. right so so luke and han and the gang uh, and yeah. make it back to the ship and they see Obi-Wan is gone and met Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. So obviously Darth Vader is pretty mad because yeah. he's like, oh, that's Obi-Wan. That's my master that tried to kill me. And obviously he's now like, oh, I'm Darth Vader. Anakin's dead, whatever. And so they have this little duel and then Obi-Wan, the door opens up beside Obi-Wan and he sees Luke getting away and getting shot up by stormtroopers and they're trying to get away. So yeah. in order to stall Vader, he basically like sacrifices himself. Yeah. In a bit of a silly way, because he just he just completely leaves his, his his guard open and just gets hit with a lightsaber blade, <laughs> just turns turns into a cloak and some clothes, like into his robes, like he disappears. Yeah. However, there's an there's a the in-universe explanation for the for why he just disappears into robes oh, is the fact that he's becoming like force ghost. Because another way, Qui-Gon is the one that taught everyone how to be force ghosts. Yeah. So yeah, that's the reason why they just completely disappear. <laughs> Also, like I will say, like I know, obviously, with the prequels, they were able, they had better technology and CGI. They were able to like do these flips and like all this oh, high, yeah. high class choreography. But like, there's something like so cool just about the original, like I don't know, like sword fighting almost off the lightsabers. Like, I really, I really like it because it's very much like the Japanese kendo sword fighting where they yeah. fight with the straw like stick swords, mm-hmm. and it's very, it's very much based off of that and it looks yeah. an awful lot like that and it's impressive the technology is quite impressive how they were able to uh, capture the color of the lightsabers and stuff yeah. although it's definitely been touched up in later special editions oh 100% but it's pretty cool how they managed to try and do stuff like that yeah with the technology they had back then mm-hmm. so yeah um, ben, ben dies yeah and it's like and, and Luke sees that and is like oh no Um, they hop on the Millennium Falcon and they absolutely blast it and get out of there. Yeah. Um, Luke's upset because he saw Ben die. I mean, he's only oh, yeah, known okay. the known the poor chap for like a day. But, yeah. <laughs> and he has and, and, and Leia's comforting him, comforting him. Actually, that's what I forgot to mention. Leia watches her planet of uh the, that she grew up on, Alderaan, Just get blow. absolutely blown up by the Death Star super laser. Yeah. So billions of people just die in an instant. I forgot. That's a big plot point. I forgot to mention that. So she's there comforting a farm boy who's just lost an old, uh, an an old man who he just met like a day day before. Meanwhile, she's like, she should be. She's like basically in a worse position because she's just lost like millions of people. Her entire like it's not even like her entire planet. Yeah, it's just gone. Billions of people like the history, the culture, just there. Like she's would she be one of the last like Alderaan. Indians or whatever they got. Yeah, um, Alderanians, I think they're Alder, called. Alderanians, yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure, like, she goes on, like, I mean, it's not, it's not shown in the films, but she yeah. goes on to like help other surviving oh, Alderanian cool. people. Yeah. Um, and she like they're they're like um they live aboard like a massive space station or something. But anyway, so yeah, they're pretty upset. So they go back, obviously, because Leia's part of the Rebel Alliance. They go back to the Rebel base on a planet called Yavin Four. It's yeah. um, it's a moon of a planet called Yavin Prime, I believe. The, the the Rebel base is set up in this temple. In yeah. 
in Star Wars Legends, that temple's meant to be a Sith temple, like an oh, ancient really? Sith temple that they set up in. Yeah, but I don't know what it is now. It might yeah. still be the same, but I'm not too <laughs> sure. Um, so yeah, then that's when Luke gets first introduced to the Rebel Alliance. Uh, Luke sees his old friend uh, Biggs. They kind of yeah. cut Biggs Darklighter. They kind of cut that scene out of him and Biggs in in the original edition as well. Yeah. So it's kind of weird when you just see this guy he recognizes. But anyway, so <laughs> he recognizes him. Yeah. And then that's when Luke's had some experience piloting, just mm-hmm. like his dad. So he's a good pilot as well. Yeah. And so then, since they have the Death Star plans because they have R two D two and C three PO, they're allowed to. They're able to launch an attack on the Death Star. Which is which is a dead deadly scene. So yeah, oh, so, it's good. so good. Um, so they, they rally like all of the star fighters and all of the rebel troops to assault the Death Star. Um, because they found a weakness in the Death Star, like a little exhaust port where they can launch a few torpedo proton torpedoes in. Yeah. And blow it up. Um, it's pretty but, handy, like sort of like way mm. to destroy it. Like it gets explained in later films, but like at the time, you'd be wondering, like, how did they let that slip by? <laughs> you know, exactly. Yeah, because the whole point is that the Death Star is coming. The Death Star knows where the Rebel base is and is coming yeah. to destroy it with the super laser with the Death yeah. Star beam. So they're like, oh, quick, we better just blow it up before it blows us up. Yeah, and so they launch a massive attack on the Death Star. It's, it's that, deadly. Yeah. They have this thing called the trench run because there's a deep, massive trench that runs through the entire Death Star. It's like yeah. in the middle of it. They just they send a few fighters down with Luke, and they just fly in the trench. And it's just this really cool moment where it's like real tight car, real tight space, yeah. flying through. They get chased by Tie fighters, and they eventually get chased by Vader. As Vader's literally about to destroy Luke, he gets saved by the Millennium Falcon because <laughs> the Millennium yeah. Falcon shoot, <laughs> shoots Vader, and then Vader does like a Vader does like a million million barrel rolls and yeah, just flies just off. He just spirals out of control <laughs> and flies off. Like so, then that happened. Uh, Luke, Luke's later friend, um, Wedge Antilles. Wedge Antilles is actually like the one of the only pilots. To survive all three major battles in the films in the yeah. original trilogy, yeah. Uh, so him, him, <laughs> him, and him and Luke become great friends because they're both real good pilots. Yeah. So anyway, Luke is is like directly in front of the exhaust port, mm-hmm. and his targeting computer isn't locking on. But he gets he gets um he gets a, a voice from beyond the grave, and it's Obi Wan telling him to use the force. So he use turns force, off his Luke. yeah. So he turns off his targeting computer. And launches the torpedo straight into the um the exhaust port and then yeah. flies out of there and then the death star just blows up in in fantastic fashion. <laughs> it's so cool. Like, and then they have this cool little medal ceremony at the end where they don't man they don't give Chewbacca, Chewbacca. a medal until like the later things. <laughs> Apparently he does get a medal, but it's in like an off-screen ceremony, it doesn't happen. But god damn it. <laughs> but I mean, technically, the canon thing is now he finally gets a medal, but not until about four films later. Yeah, it's weird. No, now. about five or six something films later. But anyway, decades so, later is the thing. Yeah, <laughs> so they they win the day, and um, yeah, they yeah, get it, medals, and they're all happy. Everyone's happy. Uh, yeah, Luke seems to have gotten over the grief of Obi Wan rather fast. <laughs> yeah, and then but, that that's a new hope. It's a weirdly like well self-contained film, like as in like even because it wasn't a New Hope when it was released, right? It was just exactly. Star Wars. It, was, it was just Star. It was just called Star Wars. Yeah, and like so. 
it's a it really is like even watching it back like and as i said i didn't know it was 77 like it's a technical marvel like when you look at it like all the stuff like yeah it's, so it's they, great isn't there stuff yeah, like good. I, I know for a fact with stuff like the or you know like the or fire coming out there what, what would that be like the boosters coming out the back of the ships like with stuff oh, like yeah. that they the have thrusters, to, yeah yeah they'd have to like cut out holes in the film itself so they could mm. actually get that effect and then like obviously for the spaceships and everything using like scale models and like that's just like it's just truly fascinating like just sort of seeing what they were able to do with a limited budget oh and, yeah like, definitely you know, and it really like it, obviously it went on to become one of the biggest sort of properties film franchises yeah no. and then all the toys and all the video games and oh it's fascinating Definitely. But i will say that i don't know if this is an unpopular opinion or not it's a very good film but it wouldn't be my favorite like it would very much be uh oh where would i put it i probably put it like either high c or high or high c or maybe like b that's where i'd be aiming for yeah I, I, I I'd, I'd probably put it in I'd probably put it in like a a, a B, yeah, probably as well. Because it is low, like low B, because it's good, but it's not. In terms of the rest of them, there's a lot better Star Wars films. But it's, it's very a good much start. Yeah, it's very much like the first Iron Man, I think, where it's like it's it's very good. It started an entire legacy, but at the same time, it's a bit simplistic when you look at other. other exactly, other that's it. Yeah, yeah. No, like it doesn't do anything major, but yeah, because I. That just proves that the that, that like the films that came after were even better because exactly. they managed to improve on it. Yeah, so that's a new hope, I guess. Um, what time yeah. we at there now? It's <laughs> going good. We're on to the I'd I'd argue the most famous of all of them. Uh, yeah. Star Wars Episode yeah. Five: Empire Strikes Back. Like this is what people think of when they hear Star Wars, and it has yeah. like obviously some of the most pivotal moments of all time in Star Wars and like it's a really good I think because you you're probably going to go into depth with this but then you say like well it's not not too much happens in this movie but what it does for the characters is exactly it's more of a it's more of a character progression type of film than yeah than an actual plot um type of I mean the plot does advance but it's it's a lot slower it's a lot of us it's a much much more slower than yeah. Um, a new hope or return of the jedi i'd right. say i'd say the likes of i'd say revenge of the sith and empire strikes back are probably the two films that are the most like impactful in terms of the story yeah or, like oh i'd in, agree there in terms of the story of star wars like yeah because the most happens i think in them two films oh for sure definitely yeah so yeah empire strikes back uh was released in 1980 so Oh, so like years three. after, yeah, a few years after the first one, and so I, th- I think it takes place either a year or two after the f- after a new hope. Yeah, and obviously because they blew up the Death Star, that doesn't mean they got rid of the entire empire. Oh no, because That's the empire magic. spans spans like loads of planets and loads of yeah. systems. So the rebels it starts off with the rebels um hiding on an the icy planet of hot and they're still just looking into imperial activity cuz mm-hmm. um obviously the empire hasn't been wiped out yeah like it's galaxy wide and yeah and the empire finds out where the hot where the base on hot is mm-hmm. and they send a massive invasion force to find it including vader and yeah. I, I believe this is the f- first time this is where we were, were introduced to 
Emperor Palpatine for the first time in oh, this yeah. film. I think. I'm, I'm not he, too sure. Is he only like mentioned by name in like the first one, and then like this is the one where he's on this like a hologram. He, yeah, he's on the hologram. You actually see him. Yeah. Wasn't there a thing as well where it's like in the original version, it was like uh, it was some lady's face and then like monkey eyes or something like that. And like, oh, they... yeah, no, like in, in the original version, his face looked stupid. Yeah. Although they, they fixed it in Return of the Jedi and then they also eventually fixed it in special editions. Mm-hmm. But it, he just looked so weird. Yeah. In, in the original Empire Strikes Back. But anyway, it's still, um, it's the same. Chancellor Palpatine we've seen in the prequel trilogy. Yeah. So now now Emperor Palpatine because he's the obviously. emperor of, of the Empire, obviously. The, Gal- <laughs> the Galactic Empire. Hell yeah. <laughs> and so yeah, he sends Vader and this massive invasion force to Hut to find out where the rebel base is, because that's where everyone is um located, like Luke Leia Han. Han yeah. at the minute is like kind of wanting to ditch the Rebel Alliance because he was only there just for the space battle and he doesn't really care yeah. too much about it. He just he just wanted to get paid. Because he was just a smuggler, yeah. Yeah, he just wanted to get paid. So he, Luke, uh, Luke Hanley, Chewbacca, and obviously C-3PO and RTD, they were there. Mm-hmm. And then the Empire sends down little probe droids, to, which are like little scout droids, to find where the to- base is. Like they used to legitimately terrify me as a child. They're freaky looking, yeah. <laughs> like spiders that fly. <laughs> yeah, they're weird. They're weird looking, and so yeah. Chewbacca and and C three PO or not not C three PO Han find yeah. find one of them, and blow it up. So that basically gives the Empire like, yep, yeah, they're here. They blow up <laughs> Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, L- Luke is out uh, on his tauntaun, and. Um, is out scouting, and then he gets attacked by this massive uh, yeti, yeti type creature called oh, a wampa. Yeah. And yeah. his 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 tauntaun, which is like a, which is like basically like a Star Wars universe, Star Wars version of a horse. Yeah, uh, it looks a bit like a kangaroo with horns. <laughs> it does, yeah, yeah, it actually does. Um, yeah. That gets killed, and mm-hmm. so the wampa like drags drags him into a cave and hangs him from the ceiling. So Luke goes missing, and they're all mm-hmm. wanting to get him, but there's like a blizzard happening. So yeah, they can't really just yet. Luke, Luke is in 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 the cave, and like he he sees Obi Wan Kenobi's ghost, like um trying to call to him and everything. Yeah, tell him to get up and stuff like that. So then Luke, obviously, well the Womp is going to eat him next after he finishes eating the Tauntaun. <laughs> so the the lightsaber stuck in the floor. So Luke uses the force to pull the lightsaber out of the snow and and cut um cut himself down from being upside down. Is that the first time that he uses the force in any capacity? Or oh well, I suppose actually he uses like the force the for the run. yeah yeah. But I think it's the it might be the first proper like force time pull. he he pulls something with with the force. Yeah. And then so then the the wampa charges at him. He cuts off the wampa's arm. Yeah. Um. I'm pretty sure that scene, though, uh, I'm pretty sure George Lucas said he actually no longer likes that scene where he cuts off the Wampa's arm because he thinks oh, really? it's a bit extreme. Well, he, doesn't really like the, he doesn't really like the fact that he just... I think... I don't know if they removed it or not. I think they might have just changed sure it or really. something. I'm not, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, they changed something to do with it anyway. Yeah. But I, I remember Lucas saying, like, he actually doesn't really... Because I'm pretty sure the, the scene where he... Holds his arm or holds his like basically 
yeah the la- like lack of an arm basically the- yeah you like sort of like holding that, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure that was added in or something Ah, right. I'm not too sure. And yeah. Lucas actually says, no, I don't really like that anymore because I think that's kind of crow looking. Yeah. But um, anyway, so he cuts his arm off and he tries to run out of the cave, but obviously he, he basically like starts succumbing to like the elements because they're in a massive blizzard. Yeah. Uh, so he kind of like passes out. Han goes out looking for him and eventually finds him. Yeah. Uh, Han kills his own Tauntaun and then cuts open the Tauntaun and stuffs Luke inside the Tauntaun to keep Luke warm. Oh, and that's that. where that's where we get the and I thought they smelled bad on the outside uh, quote. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, basically he stuffs Luke inside of a, a Tauntaun's open belly. Oh, it's nasty. <laughs> yeah, and then it, it goes to morning uh, and rogues, the newly created rogue squadron, which was made out of Red Squadron, which was the one Luke flew under, is out looking for him and in the little killed snow, the T forty seven air speeders, which are like the snow speeder things they use. Yeah. And they eventually find him. So they bring him back to base. Mm-hmm. Luke gets put in this uh, healing tank of uh, of liquid called Bacta. Yeah. And he, he's basically in like a, a medical nappy. And he's floating yeah. in this tank. Like he's suspended in this tank while he heals. Because it's supposed to be like, a, it's like a healing liquid yeah. that regenerates your health and like uh, heals all wounds real fast. Stim so, well, so yeah, so well, well, he's healing. Um. They, they realize that the empire will probably start coming. And so everyone's in the middle of gearing up to leave the base. Yeah. And they have this massive shield generator that's protecting the base from orbital attacks. Mm-hmm. And they also have this massive ion cannon. Ion is like, is, is a type of blaster used to disable electronic um, devices. So ah. obviously like this, this massive cannon would disable star destroyers like in an instant. Yeah, and so basically they're all gearing up. Luke, Luke's better. We have this really awkward scene where Leia, Leia's, Leia's trying to spite Han because Han's like flirt, flirty with her and all that, and she yeah. tries to, sp- and she's kind of, she's like flirty, but also she kind of like hates him at the same time. Oh, I guess. Um, and to spite Han, she kisses Luke, and obviously Luke and Leia are. Brother and sister. Brother, brother and sister. But at this point, we don't know, but it's still a bit yeah, weird when you know. It is. <laughs> um, there's actually a really funny scene in um, Return of the Jedi where Laura Leia tells Han that Luke's her her brother. Yeah. And Han, Han, like, and she goes to kiss him and Han, like, looks off in the distance like, what? Wait. I got a second. <laughs> Yeah, but I'll, I'll come back to that because that's just yeah. a, that's a funny saying. Oh, it is. <laughs> um, so yeah, they're all gearing up to leave uh, Echo Base on Hot. Yeah, and then the Empire sends down these massive walkers, uh, mm-hmm. which are like these big, massive mechanical creatures with mechanical um, transports with legs called, oh. and they're called AT-AT walkers. Oh, I used to call them Adats. <laughs> I was one of those and, kids. <laughs> and and the way like um. The way they've done, they've done them was quite impressive because they yeah. use like models. Was that all stop motion? Yeah, it was stop motion to make the move, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um. So yeah, then the, the attack on, on Echo Base begins and the whole point is that the Empire are trying to destroy that big massive shield generator they have. Yeah. And so um, they send out the... Uh, the Rebels send out the air speeders to try and attack them because the but the, the AT-ATs are so heavily armoured they can't like um, destroy them 
So what they figure out is there's harpoon harpoon guns on the back of the air speeders. So what they mm-hmm. can do is they can use them to wrap the harpoon around the leg so they can trip the AT-80 yeah. and make it fall down. So they basically disable them and then they blow them up. Uh, so that's what they do. Yeah. Um, Luke's gunner gets killed, so he's on his own. Then his is his um, speeder gets shot down. So oh. he's like, "Oops!" <laughs> he almost yeah. gets crushed by a an AT eighty when the AT eighty stomps on his um, on his speeder. He he uses a little grapple gun to shoot up into the into oh, the AT yeah. eighty, and then he cuts a hole open with his lightsaber and then throws a like an explosive into. The, AT-80 and destroys it, which is like one of the coolest things I've ever seen because he just takes one out by himself. It's just so sleek. Like, it's just proper, like, yeah, screw yeah. you. <laughs> just boom and blows it up. Yeah. So then he runs back. Meanwhile, like, uh, everyone's trying to leave and they, they get a few transports away because what they do is they fire off the ion cannon and that just disables the Star Destroyer and frees up um, the airspace for them to fly away and mm-hmm. not get shot down. Yeah. So then they eventually... F- um, fly away and uh, Vader makes his way into the base while everyone's flying away and the Millennium Falcon with Leia Han, Chewie and the droids um, fly away and Luke hops in his X-Wing with Um, Mm R2-D2 and so they split up Uh, Luke gets told Luke was told by Obi-Wan to try and find someone by the name of Yoda yeah Obviously, Master Yoda <laughs> living living on a swampy planet called Dagobah. So, yeah. So he goes there because he put himself while the rest into like, go off. Like he while the rest try and outrun the Empire. Sorry, sorry. Oh, oh no, you're going. What are you uh, saying? Oh no, I was just saying like he tried to put himself into exile, was it? Yeah, he he put himself into exile so no one could find him. Was that because um, of Order sixty six? Yeah. Yeah. All ah, right. Because he actually constructs he constructs his whole house out of the skate pod that he used to land yeah. there. Luke goes there with RTD2 to find them um, yeah. and cra- crash lands there and loses like the X-Wing underwater under <laughs> yeah. like the swamp. Mm-hmm. So he can't get out anywhere. So then he meets an old green creature who says he knows Yoda and then obviously <laughs> reveals that he's in fact Yoda. Yeah. Um. Meanwhile, the Millennium Falcon is still being chased by the Empire uh, and they get trapped in this asteroid field. Yeah. And they uh, end up inside of a a worm. Like, there's this massive giant worm. Um, oh, yeah. I remember that thing. <laughs> yeah. And they end up in, inside of his mouth. So that's not good. Not at all, no. <laughs> and it's just so like... they're, they're flying around inside of him. Yeah. And they stop for a bit because there's not really much they can do. And so... Then it cuts back to Luke. Luke's trying to be tra- get get a bit of training into him from Yoda, yeah. from Yoda, and he's there like balancing Yoda on him, and he's lifting <laughs> rocks and stuff like that, trying to control his force powers. And he eventually is told by Yoda to go into this cave, mm-hmm. and this cave is meant to meant to show you your deepest fears and and thing, them, yeah. yeah, and your demons and like what you don't what you don't want to happen to you, yeah. And so, and and Yoda tells him not to go into the cave with his weapons, which oh. of course Luke brings. Yeah, and um, he sees Vader in the cave, and yeah. Vader hops out and ignites his lightsaber, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and he duels Vader and then swipes at his head and cuts off Vader's head. Yeah. And obviously Vader's helmet hits the floor. Yeah. But then Vader's helmet like bursts open and he looks in the ha- and he, he looks down and he sees his own face in Vader's helmet. Yeah. So that represents his uh his his worst fears of he doesn't want to become evil. Yeah. At this point, he he also wonders why why it showed Vader looking like like why it showed his face in Vader's like suit. Yeah, essentially because Obi Wan told um he told Luke that Darth Vader murdered Anakin. Yeah, so that's why Luke has kind of a hatred towards Darth Vader. Yeah, he continues his tra- training with with Yoda. Then it cuts back to. Um, the Millennium people in the Millennium Falcon they mm-hmm. escape the worm and they, they need to repair stuff, so they go to Cloud City on, on a planet called Bespin, which is like a giant yeah. gas planet. So, this Cloud City is literally floating in the sky, that's what it's, it's called. Beautiful. City. It's actually a, it's a deadly looking planet, it looks so cool. Um, yeah. and they um, Han Solo meets his old pal Lando Calrissian, mm-hmm. who's like a fellow gambler, smuggler. Um, that's that's who yeah. we that's who we won the Millennium Falcon off in a um, Zola, in a yeah. game of um, back Baccarat, I think it was. Yeah, Lando Calrissian is real flirtatious with with uh, Leia. She's so cool. Han, Han is a bit <laughs> stop now. Yeah, and so Lando's real wealthy, and uh, he owns like a big villa in yeah. on Cloud City. So they're staying there while they get repairs and hiding out for the Empire. However. The Empire had showed up to Bespin before, mm-hmm. uh, before the Millennium Falcon did, and we're just wait, waiting to put, waiting to trap, trap them. And so Vader is there, and he invites them to dinner, and like Lando Calrissian basically <laughs> yeah. sort of sold them out because he didn't warn them. I will say was, like, oh sorry, I will say that scene where he's like sitting at the end of the dinner table. That is so bloody threatening, and I have no idea yeah. why. <laughs> but and I he's like. And he was like, "Oh, it'd be honored. I'd we'd be honored if you join us, whatever." Yeah. Um. So basically, they get uh, imprisoned. Han Solo gets tortured. Yeah. Uh, and eventually, put in in this thing called carbonite, which is like where they it's basically like a type of freezing where they they yeah. freeze them, but they're still alive. But they like froze them in stone, basically. It's horrifying, but even like that it's scene freaking. where he gets lowered into it, like it's so like upsetting. Kind of sad, but, yeah. But like. Uh, it really shows his character as well, where she, where Leia finally says like "I love you," and then he's like "I know." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he's he gets given to uh, the bounty hunter Boba Fett, who yeah. also has beef with Han, but only so he can give only so Boba Fett, which which is the son of Jango Fett, yeah, can can give the Han Solo and Carbonite back to Jabba the Hutt, who was looking for him. Yeah, and so. Leia's obviously not happy that Lando sold, sold her out because Lando's just kind of like she's just kind of left there while yeah. the Empire like are still there. She's just kind of imprisoned as well. Yeah. Um C3PO gets destroyed by a load of um ele- like like electricians, like oh, little, yeah. the, the little pig looking oh, yeah, people called Ugnots. Yeah. So yeah, because they, they just like dismantle droids and everything. Yeah. That's, I mean, that that was before that happened though, and then yeah. Chewbacca finds finds C-3PO and like has all the pieces collected together. Yeah, puts him on the uh, Luke said Luke senses something someone's in danger, so he get, gathers up his things and goes from uh, Dagobah to to um 
Cloud City to confront Vader. Yeah. And while he's there, um, Leia it allows Leia and Lando and Chewbacca and the droids to escape. Yeah. Uh, to to escape um in the Millennium Falcon, Luke meets Vader for for basically well technically the second time but the first really time the first. in actuality yeah and they duel and this duel is, is 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 it's not it's not very it's not as acrobatic as the prequels yeah but it's more just like luke sort of giving into anger and hate because he killed obi-wan so he's kind yeah. of mad at him and you yeah. can see that in certain points where he starts like being really aggressive and starts trying to trash him with his lightsaber yeah <laughs> And then they, they they move out into this massive open area with literally just an like a, an antenna extending, and they're there balancing on the kind of the antenna platform. It's just like a huge drop, isn't it? Like, just like yeah, like a massive drop. Yeah. And then uh, obviously because Vader's just a badass, he's like Luke's literally like an all match from, and yeah. he he um cuts off Luke's arm, like or Luke's yeah. hand straight and like just goes zoom, cuts off Luke's hand. <laughs> Luke's like screaming. Luke climbs out onto the very edge of the antenna. Yeah. And then they have this little little dialogue moment where um Darth Vader goes like, Oh, um Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your father. And then Luke obviously goes, He told me enough, he told you, she told me you killed him. Yeah. And then Darth Vader drops the biggest bomb. Of the whole entire saga. Best movie line of all time, probably. He goes, no, I am your father. And then Luke Skywalker lets out this gut-wrenching <laughs> scream. Yeah. Like, it's actually it's, it's actually a really sad moment. It like, really you just is. Because like, you can hear the pain. You can see the pain yeah. on his face. Because like. the thing is, I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure that scream was like sort of unscripted as well. Yeah. Like Because there's, there's something to do with... I don't think anyone... On oh, the yeah. set knew what what the line was because you know the way yeah. uh, Vader's voice had to be dubbed, yeah, with James Earl Jones. I think, I think nobody properly knew the fil- knew what 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 the line was until yeah. the film had come out. Yeah, I, I, rem- I remember. I think Mark Hamill might have known. Yeah, that was the thing because I remember. Yeah, he. I think <laughs> he was like the only one that actually knew. Yeah, and but the rest didn't. Because obviously the fella who was in the Vader suit, David Prowse, well, yeah. the late great David Prowse, he he said something different. And he said um, the Obi Wan line. That's the thing. He said Obi Wan killed your father, and then like yeah, because I remember specifically when an interview from Mark Hamill where it was like, I think yeah, he was the only one who knew basically besides the writers, and like all yeah. it was, he was given a single piece of paper with the line on it, and he's like, and they're like, right act as if it's that that he's saying yeah. no one else can know and like it's just and that's it did, that, so that's, that's that's clever how it didn't it, it, it only when you the film was released did everyone yeah. realise what that line actually was even Harrison Ford didn't know I remember him, like, like I think Mark Allen was saying something like when they were watching that at the premiere like he turns over to him he's like you didn't tell me that like, yeah <laughs> it's just uh, it's but like it's just probably the best moment in the entire one of the best moments in the entirety of Star Wars yeah, and then L- Luke jumps off the the re- the antenna and like yeah. f- floats down into like a shaft and he flies away, but yeah. he ends up almost falling to his death because he, but he luckily catches onto like another little antenna and he's hanging upside down and yeah. he's there trying to, he starts calling for Leia and because Leia's force sensitive as well, she yeah. uh, she hears him she hears him, and so she's like wait hold on we need to go back for Luke, mm-hmm. so they go back for Luke. 
and um yeah they save then, him yeah they save him they bring him aboard like a medical ship and then he yeah. he gets a new robotic hand Runs and the then <laughs> the film just literally ends there and I don't it's think like it's it's it's, a slow, it's definitely a slow film but yeah i just think for what it contributes to the characters and the plot it's, it's quite like a good film yeah especially after like a new hope it's so much darker in a way like yeah. it's so somber like, and that, to, like to, the fact that you find out that darth vader this this evil force is actually his his father is pretty heavy yeah like even now it's still a like i know it's one of the biggest things in pop culture but it's still such a good twist because it's like yeah you know, as you said like you hear it and it screams and stuff like that and it's just even like i love the way how it just ends the way you said because it's like no last time we gave you the happy ending this time like we want you to feel like the shock and just not like yeah, because it just kind of ends like with them looking off into space, like yeah. on, on board the ship. Like, oh no! Like, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really. It doesn't. It's weird. It's like it's it's ending doesn't really have like a proper good feeling or like horrendous feeling. It's just like <laughs> oh no! It's like it's not entirely yeah. happy, but it's not entirely like sad either. It's just like it's very real. <laughs> yeah, it's just it just kind of cuts you off. Yeah. I'm right in saying that this would go right up alongside Return or Revenge of the Sith as an S tier film, yeah? Or where would you put it? Um Would you say that's too high for it for what it does? Or I'd it no, more? I'd say it is an S tier film. I'd actually yeah. would say it's an S tier film. Because that's the thing. It's not but like this, as I said, like I prefer Revenge of the Sith just because of like my connection to it and like it's more I'd find it more entertaining in that but as you said, yeah. like it's such a good character study and it just does so much for the story. Definitely, that's, yeah. It's one of the most pivotal ones, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That that leads us on to Return of the Jedi, which is actually a oh. deadly film in its in its own right. Yeah. Um, this would be my favorite of like the original trilogy, probably because it's the one that I'd I'd watch the most, I suppose. And yeah, it's like, it is. It is actually very cool. And yeah. like, even it's it's a it's a long enough film, but it's it pl- its plot advances fairly quickly. Yeah, it definitely like, does. So basically, it starts after back on Tatooine. I think it's a few months after uh, yeah. Empire Strikes Back. Luke, Luke can Luke loses the loses his father's lightsaber. Because that was the lightsaber he's using all along. He loses that lightsaber in the jail with. He also lost his hand to it. <laughs> yeah, because his hand was attached to the lightsaber, and he, and Vader cuts it off. Yeah. Somehow that lightsaber eventually ends up in the sequel trilogy. They, they we never know? explain. We'll get into that in the next episode because I have a lot to say about that. Oh, it just never gets explained. Yeah, it, it, I think it only ever gets explained in like some sort of comic book. Yeah. Who like why? Why would you not explain that in a film? Do you know what yeah, I mean? But funny. anyway, so Return to Jedi, they're back on Tatooine. They're yeah. at Jabba's monastery. Jabba, Jabba the Hutt, because he's part of a crime family called the Hutts. Yeah. He he owns a monastery, like a, like a religious monastery that he converted yeah. into his own palace, which is pretty cool. It's so cool. <laughs> um, and so they see Trepio and RTD2 first get sent there to try and scope the place out basically and Lando Calrissian is undercover as one of the guards there Mm -hmm. because they're trying to bust out Han Solo because Han Solo is mounted up on the wall he's like a trophy now isn't he yeah he's mounted up on the wall yeah so they 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 offer Luke Skywalker puts a message into RTD2 and and offers those two offers those two droids as gifts to Jabba yeah so they're setting it up and then, so C-3PO becomes the, like, 
translator. Be- becomes his translator yeah. um, for, for, for Jabba. And I remember Jabba's the slug creature that's sitting there on his throne. He's like, yeah. So that happens. Mm-hmm. This bounty hunter uh, arrives at the palace with uh, Chewbacca in cuffs yeah. and says, Oh, look, I've got his, I've got Han Solo's companion here, Chewbacca. Mm-hmm. Uh, give me about, like, give me a couple of thousand credits for him. And he's trying to negotiate with Jala. Then yeah. the bounty hunter pulls out a thermal detonator, which is like a grenade, and arms yeah. it. <laughs> So cool, and, and and everybody goes, What a wow! and like ducks for cover, basically. Yeah, <laughs> and then obviously, that's just basically a, a ploy to try and see what happens. Yeah, so then Jabba's like, Okay, I'll take I'll take Chewie off you and transfer the credits. So then later that evening, when everybody's supposedly asleep, yeah, that bounty hunter sneaks down into the place where Han Solo is hidden. Mm-hmm. And the bounty hunter takes off their helmet and it's revealed to be Leia that was posing as the bounty hunter. Yeah. And so she tries to free... She she ends up freeing um, Han Solo, not before she gets caught, because the entirety of the palace were basically hiding behind the one curtain and watching this <laughs> unfold. Yeah. So they watched, like, Leia, Leia and Han kiss and everything, and they're kind of, like, slagging her about that. <laughs> but then it's, it's kind of weird. Uh, Jabba, like... Puts puts Leia in this weird bikini and has her like by his side. That's a bit weird. Yeah, now. it's but very uncomfortable. That is kind of uncomfortable. But he gets his comeuppance later on. Oh, he does. Yeah. So then they're like, "Well, that's basically two attempts to sort of uh, have it just didn't work out." Yeah. Um. So then Luke finally comes goes into the palace. Yeah. And. There's a real weird part when he first enters the palace. He literally cho- force chokes um two Gamorian guards. Yeah, yeah, which is weird because I will say force that choking is like a, a dark side thing. Yeah, I will say definitely. I think Luke is at his peak in this one for me, where it's just like oh, he's, definitely he's full blown badass at the start of this, and like with his new lightsaber and that, and just like it get even like. I know this is the TV, but even like in the Mandalorian, then when you see him like this and that, like he's really just at his prime and just yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So Luke's constructed a new green lightsaber. Basically, the exp- the explanation for that is he found uh, his lightsaber. First of all, looks very similar to Obi Wan's lightsaber. Yeah, and the reason for that being that he found um. He found Obi-Wan's journals in Obi-Wan's house. Yeah. And he used the diagrams and everything to construct the lightsaber from them. Yeah. And the I think I'm pretty sure like the way he gets the crystal is like it's either a spare crystal. Actually, there's a, a I don't know if it's canon, but there's yeah. a theory there's a theory that um Luke Skywalker gets the crystal from Qui-Gon Jinn's lightsaber, which Obi-Wan kept. That'd be so cool to be honest, just to I, have like that. Connection. I don't know if it's canon, but I'm yeah. pretty sure it's like that's one of the things people are saying, but I'm not yeah. sure if it's canon or not. So anyway, he has this cool new lightsaber. Yeah. He goes to Jabba and then it's like, oh Jabba, um Jabba, um, where's my friends and all this? And he's telling he's gonna kill Jabba and whatever. And then Jabba yeah. like pulls back his Jabba opens up the trap door underneath him. And uh, puts 
Luke into this little arena with Jabba's pet, which is like a giant yeah. troll-like creature called a Rancor. And this creature is massive. He's this so cool looking. Huge. He's real grizzly looking with his big claws and his big teeth and that. Yeah, and so Luke has to try and fight him. Yeah. And Luke quickly um, hatches a plan to kill him. Mm-hmm. So he sticks, he sticks like the bones of one of his meals in his teeth <laughs> so he can't bite him. Yeah. And then eventually that bomb breaks. But then he he leads. He realizes that there's like a switch on the wall yeah. to to bring the door down, which um the rancor came out of. Yeah. And so he picks up a stone and smashes the control panel straight mm-hmm. down, and the door just comes straight down on top of the rancor and kills it. So brutal. <laughs> and the, the 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 person who's like the keeper of the rancor and looks after the rancor like isn't happy about it he's kind of sat upset because oh, the rancor is like his, his pet. he looked after yeah. yeah um jabba is understandably upset because the rancor is his pet so he's like well you're gonna i'm gonna have to kill you now <laughs> so he brings them out into the middle of the desert on his little cool sail barge which would be yeah. like the sail barge is basically his yacht yeah and there's live music going everyone's pumped for these executions so he's about to throw oh, yeah. all of these he's about to throw luke Han Chewbacca into this thing called a Sarlacc pit. And the Sarlacc pit is basically this giant um, worm un- that's burrowed underground, but has yeah. like an opening at the surface. And he basically uses that as his form of execution. He basically feeds them to the Sarlacc, right? Yeah. So then R2-D2 obviously is aboard the cell barge serving drinks. Mm-hmm. But he goes, R2-D2 goes to the top deck and R2-D2 has, his, has Luke's lightsaber hidden inside of him so he can shoot it out. And yeah. then Luke delivers a cool little monologue. Um, then as he's about to walk the plank into the Sarlacc pit, he does a backflip, jumps in the air, catches the, the lightsaber, shoots out of R2-D2, he catches yeah. it, he cuts himself free, and then he starts killing the, the guards above the little, on the little skiff they're at. So cool. Um, <laughs> then... Jabba's like, oh no. And then <laughs> all hell breaks loose. Yeah. Luke just goes on an absolute spree, just taking out guard after guard. Leia guard. sees this as her opportunity. She uses the chains that she's uh, bound to by Chabba with. Chabba? By Jabba <laughs> with. Yeah. And she grabs them and starts choking Jabba out and basically strangles Jabba, which is like a deadly moment. Or to need to like breaks the chains off her and they, 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 uh, become free then yeah. Luke hops onto the sail barge and blows it up like or, or well starts starts destroying a subtle blow yeah. up Lando Carizian is there helping them uh, he gets yeah. control at one of the skiffs uh, Boba Fett is there Boba Fett <laughs> he's there for a minute <laughs> he's there for a minute and is and is basically defeated by a Han Solo who's partially blind because he's still uh, yeah. suffering from the after effects of the carbonite freeze um, yeah, his his jetpack gets damaged, and he he smacks himself off the <laughs> off the sail barge and falls into the sarlacc pit. Yeah, there's a theory. There's also another theory for for that is that um, Boba Fett was off his head on spices and drinks, really, because he was celebrating. <laughs> so that's maybe why he fought like badly. Uh that's funny actually. So um, that happens. Uh, so Lando Carizian into- gets knocked over the edge and almost falls in. Yeah, he he, he gets saved. Um, 
and they get control. Obviously, they get control of that skiff. Uh, yeah. Luke and Leia swing across onto the skiff as the sail barge is blown up behind them. Yeah. So that blows up, and they're all they they're, they're all on the skiff and they fly away. Mm-hmm. So that's all happy. Yeah. Um, Han Solo's like happy, happy that the gang's all back together. Yeah. And so, um, the Millennium Falcon goes to meet up with the the rest of the Rebel fleet, while. Yeah. Luke goes back to Dagobah to complete the training. Mm-hmm. And he asks um, Yoda, like, why didn't you tell me that Darth Vader is, in fact, my, my father? Oh, yeah, no, uh, Yoda confirms that um, Darth Vader is his father. Yeah. Then he mentions he also has a sister. And then he's like, Leia's my sister and stuff like that. Yeah. And then he just dies. <laughs> and then, yeah, Yoda gets into bed and, and dies. And Sad. floats away into the force. Yeah. Um. Then Obi Wan's ghost appears. Mm-hmm. Uh. The, the reason Yoda dies is because he's like nine hundred years old, so he's yeah. like really old at this point. I will say then, it was funny how like Air Luke's just asking, "Is he my father?" And then he just turns over and he's just like, "Right, don't deny." <laughs> and he goes, "Yes, your father is," and then dies. <laughs> um. Oh, it's it's it's. Do you ever see the video of um on YouTube? Someone edited that whole thing where 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 he where um Yoda is dying. Yeah. And then it's like he's like, Kiss your sister, you did <laughs> and then dies. <laughs> he starts laughing and, and dies because yeah, then then's confirmed like Leia basically is his sister at that point. But yeah. So yeah, um so if you haven't seen that video, you should. It's actually very funny. Also, I think it's, it's- called like Yoda laughs at Luke uh, <laughs> for kissing the sister or something. So funny. Yeah. Um. I will say it's a different edit, and it's from I think I think it is from uh, the training sequence of Empire Strikes Back. But if you haven't seen the Yoda Seagulls video by what's it, Bad uh, Lip or Bad? Oh, what are they called? I forgot. Bad lip reading. Bad lip reading. I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure to watch it because it is one of the best things to come out of Star Wars hands down. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, back to the thing. Luke starts to piece together that it's um, that Leia is also his sister. Yeah. Um, he talks to Obi Wan's ghost, and Obi Wan is like, and he's like, "Oh, why didn't you tell me Darth Vader was my father?" And then he was like, "Well, what I told you was true from a certain point of view." <laughs> and technically, because <laughs> he was like, "Technically, Darth Vader did kill your dad because he's yeah. no longer Anakin Skywalker." Technically. So so Luke's there like, well, what you should have just said straight out. So he's kind of a bit confused. So meanwhile, the rebel he goes to meet up with the rest of the Rebel Alliance, because basically there's nothing there on Dagobah for him anymore. Because the Rebel yeah. Alliance, because a second Death Star is in, in the middle of being built. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> if it ain't broke, well it was broke, but <laughs> what's the definition of insanity, like just trying it over and over again. Exactly. So that's being built, um, and the Rebel Alliance have have grown in numbers, and they want to attack it before yeah. before its uh, laser is operational. Because the laser, I believe, is is meant to target like they're, they're trying to basically stop it before the laser becomes operational again. Yeah. yeah. And the the space station is anchored to the forest moon of Endor. Yeah. Um. Because there's there's a type of tractor beam shield generator that casts a shield over the star destroyer, star destroyer yeah. protecting it. So that that happens there. 
Um, so they're, they're, they're planning to go onto the first move of Endor to blow that shield generator up so they can have the main attack begin on the Death yeah. Star. So Luke, Leia, Han, uh, the droids, obviously, yeah. and Chewbacca, they go to the forest made of Endor to disable the, the shield. All the while, Luke's like, Luke's like, oh, I've endangered the mission. I shouldn't have come. Yeah. Because Vader can sense him now mm-hmm. and bring him, bring him over. Le- Leia gets like separated from, from the gang. Yeah. Like, because uh, they all they all they all go off. Uh, they they get attacked. Um, Luke and Luke and Leia get on speeder bikes and go after the s- scout troopers. Yeah. And Leia gets knocked off hers, and then she's like basically in the middle of nowhere. And then she meets a teddy bear looking creature called an Ewok, whose whose <laughs> name is Wicky. So, he? yeah. So then she becomes friendly with the local population of 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 uh, Ewok, the yeah. Ewoks. And uh, and at the same time, Han, what was, what was it? It was like Han, Luke, and R two D two also get captured. They yeah. get they get captured by the Ewoks because of a trap. Oh, and yeah. Chewbacca, mm-hmm. and um, C three PO has become their god. <laughs> I remember that. Actually, it's, it's revealed that C, like C three PO has become basically the god of the Ewoks because they all think he's like a magical being. Because it's golden and, and stuff. Yeah, and. Luke enhances enhances this legend because he starts making C-3PO float in his chair and everything. <laughs> and and he wants cause because the Ewoks are are like human eaters. They'll eat yeah. humans. So they were planning on eating Han Solo and yeah. Luke. Except for Leia, because they, they they like Leia, so <laughs> she can stay. Yeah. yeah. So that happens. They they eventually become friends with the Ewoks. Mm-hmm. Um and because they have C-3PO to translate. The Ewok language. Yeah. Um, they're doing they're doing good. They still need to blow up the the shield generator for the deaths there. Yeah. Because they're still taking their sweet time. Um so they eventually hatch a plan and they they do that and then the Ewoks help them. Yeah. The Ewoks start fighting back against the stormtroopers. They do eventually um Blow, blow up the um, shield generator, but not before Luke finds Vader and goes with Vader to the Death Star Yeah. Um, to meet the Emperor. Mm-hmm. And the Emperor is like, oh, um, the Emperor is like uh, telling Vader to fight his son and uh, also telling Luke to strike Vader down to become his new apprentice. And yeah. he's basically egging the boat on. <laughs> so they fight. Yeah. And it's it's such a good scene. I absolutely love the Tron room scene. It's so good. Oh, the music just... and everything is just brilliant. Yeah. And so Luke and Vader are fighting. Vader gets the high ground for like a minute <laughs> and then <laughs> falls. Yeah. One of my favorite things is when Luke kicks Vader down the stairs <laughs> and Vader goes, whoa, and does like yeah. a backflip. <laughs> That's really funny. It really is. Because um, he's so threatening and forbidding. Yeah, and then he just goes, whoa! And like, <laughs> backflips down the stairs. Yeah. Um. So, all while, that's, all while they're fighting, the Rebel have Rebel Alliance have launched a massive assault on the Death Star with yeah. their ships and everything. And that's where we get Admiral Agbar's. It's a trap because they, they fell, they didn't blow up the... They, they, they went to attack it originally, mm-hmm. but were met by a load of Star Destroyers and Starfire, um, Imperial Starfires because of the fact that 
they didn't blow up the shield generator just yet because they got all got captured and everything. Yeah. But then they blew it up so they can mount the attack. Lando Calrissian's flying in the Millennium Falcon. Um, everything's all good or <laughs> doing everything. Then yeah. it cuts back to Luke and Vader fighting. Luke gives in to the dark side for a second and starts yeah. absolutely wailing on Vader with his lightsaber mm-hmm. and cuts off Vader's hand. Again. <laughs> Again. Vader gets his hand cut off. Yeah. And so, but then, like, Luke has a moment of realisation where he looks at his own robotic hand yeah. wearing a black glove and is like, wait, I'm just basically turning into my dad. Mm-hmm. And so... He, he, he goes, no, I'll never join you and shucks his lightsaber to the side. All the while, Vader's kind of having a bit of an asthma attack because <laughs> uh, whenever, whenever Vader, like, obviously Vader has the deep, heavy uh, breathing noises, but yeah, whenever, like, he gets into a battle, he goes, <gasps> and so, like, and yeah. obviously, because he got his hand cut off, he's there, like, <gasps> it sounds like he's about to, he sounds like he needs his inhaler or something. Yeah, Palpatine, yeah. Like. Palpatine's there, and he's like, fine, if you want. He's like, then you will die. And then he starts electrocuting uh, Luke with his force light and just absolutely starts going. Vroom. Yeah. And then Luke is like, Father, please. And looks towards Darth Vader. All the while, Darth Vader's like, Oh no, what should I do? <laughs> and then Darth Vader makes the heroic sacrifice of picking up, he picks up Palpatine with, yeah. his, with his hand and a yeah. stump. And like, pu- like, all the while, like, Emperor Palpatine is absolutely electrocuting him with, yeah. with force line. And then he chucks him over the edge down a massive shaft and he blows up. <laughs> so that's good. And then yeah. Vader, Vader is slowly like dying. Yeah. And Luke is like trying to um talk to him and get him to come with him. Yeah. So then the the Death Star starts being destroyed because they land the shot with um we, they land a shot in the exhaust port again. Well, it wasn't really the exhaust <laughs> port. It was more in the. It was more in the trench because they do the trench run again. Yeah. Um. Wedge Antilles, I believe, lands the shot. Fair play to him. <laughs> um, Luke's trying to escape on a shuttle. Yeah. And Luke eventually does escape on a shuttle, but however, his, his however, Darth Vader only makes it so so far away, and he yeah. removes Darth Vader's mask, and you just see this old, like withered, burnt man. Yeah. And he has a little heart to heart, and he and he says to Luke, "Tell tell your sister you were right." So that just confirms that yes, Le- Leia is in fact his sister, yeah, even more so. So then he dies. Luke brings his body aboard the shuttle and flies flies out of there before the Death Star absolutely blows up again. They go back to Endor. Then all the Ewoks start celebrating, and they all oh, have a big a, party. That's a jam right there. I remember, yeah. like, was it for the end of the leaving search or something like that? You shared that video going right now. It's just, it's just such a good vibe. Oh it. yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, it was like it's when the leaving search gets cancelled, and then there's just a video of the like <laughs> all the planets in the galaxy celebrating and shooting fireworks off because basically yeah. the emperor is dead. So that's really good. Or is he? Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, they're all celebrating. Meanwhile, Luke is hold is like burning v- uh, Vader on like a on like a pile of wood. He's yeah. like cremating his body. Because at first, I always thought that was very weird. Like you know, oh, let's just set fire to him now. But at the same time, it makes sense in terms of yeah, like I suppose like he's burning Vader, and like then like doesn't Anakin go on to become like a Force ghost? Yeah, Anakin goes on to become a Force ghost, and he's see you see him sitting there at the end. Yeah. When Luke looks at him, he's, you see Yoda 
uh, Obi-Wan and you also see Anakin. Yeah. And in the special editions, they changed the, the Force goals from Sebastian to Hayden Christensen as younger Anakin. Which is which a bit weird. Like, it's it's co- weird, but I mean, it's fair enough. It makes sense in a way. Yeah. So the, uh, that's really the end of, of the original trilogy. And yeah. that's the thing. I like, as I said, that one's probably my favorite. Like, I know it's a conclusion and that. And like, there's so much going on with it. Like, there's a lot of cool stuff. Like, I love all the stuff to do with Jabba's Palace and like the crime lord sort of stuff. And then, like, yeah, to see, I suppose, the finale of. Well, for now, the finale of or not Anakin of uh, Luke's character growth into becoming like full on Jedi, and then like even the redemption arc of like it's it's going to finally see the redemption of Darth Vader after technically you know six films. Yeah, there's a there's an actual interesting thing um, yeah. after that film. Uh, there's a book called um, th- there's a book called Bloodlines, right? And it oh, yeah. goes into Leia's point of view of, of the original trilogy and after the original oh. trilogy, yeah, and the the book explores how do you know the way how like Leia is like a senator's daughter and it's like a yeah. senator herself, um, it goes on to to explore how after even though she was a general in the Rebel Alliance, yeah. uh, as was Luke and Han and mm-hmm. Lando, it goes on to explore how after when when it comes out that Darth Vader was her father. Her yeah. political career is ruined. Oh, that's why she becomes General Organa. Yeah, that's why she just becomes solely uh-huh. a general because her political career gets ruined. She yeah. basically gets cancelled for having a dad like Vader. Vader. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's why that's why she's no longer involved in proper politics anymore. Yeah. Because um everyone realizes because because basically how Darth Vader is a war criminal and yeah. a genocidal maniac. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's how that's why she becomes um a general basically like well, later really on that's really interesting also yeah yeah and she has a she's a much harder time forgiving Darth vader uh than luke does although luke yeah. had a hard time but luke was more like oh okay because because see luke was there to witness vader's death whereas yeah. Le- leia wasn't so oh, i get you yeah. leia's like luke could just be absolutely bullshitting yeah, that's the thing. I will say as well, like, like as I said, I think it's a very good end to the trilogy. And uh, one thing to do with the special editions as well. What are your thoughts on? Remember at the opening where they have all this weird musical stuff, like they completely replace like the section of the original. Oh opening. yeah, the the original music was Lapty Neck. Yeah, and then they replaced it with Jedi Rocks. Yeah, and it's just the most bizarre. Both both songs are a banger, but I oh, actually I, I preferred I actually prefer Lapty Neck, like the, yeah. the first song, because I actually think that fits more in the Cantina vibe. Oh, it does. But they're both yeah. pretty good. I actually like both. They're actually yeah. good. Where would we put this? For me, I'd, I'd put it like an A. Yeah, I'd say. Because like it's very good. Like I'd say that'd be peak Star Wars in a way. It's not the level of Revenge of the Sith or Empire Strikes Back, but it is. But very it's very close. good, yeah. Very so I, I, I'd put it in a, a tier. Yeah, it's interesting now seeing how this is laid out. We have a good spread going so far with this tier list. So, like for a rundown, I don't think I actually gave a rundown at the end of the last episode. So S tier, we have Revenge of the Sith and Empire Strikes Back. A tier, Return of the Jedi. Uh, B tier, A New Hope. C tier, Phantom Menace, and D tier, uh, Attack of the Clones. 
it's a it's a very interesting spread now because like and it's weird as well to see so that's like most of the series now like that's two whole trilogies and like they're very good but for very very different reasons like i love i personally love the prequels for the world building they do and like how big and grandiose i suppose everything is with all uh coruscant and the like cgi fight scenes and everything like that but then like yeah, looking back at the older ones and that, like seeing stuff like the character growth in Empire Strikes Back, and then just I know some of the stuff like I prefer some of the older stuff. Like I really love like yeah, like the models and the stop motion, and then like definitely like I, I love the I love it from a from a f- film aspect where yeah. all the methods and things they use to get to show up on camera, yeah, and the special effects, especially they used. Mm-hmm. Like uh, yeah, the stop motion, the the rotoscoping on the lightsabers to get oh, yeah. it to, to show up and like, reflect. Yeah. Um, just all the all the practical effects as well, like the makeup. Oh yeah. And and the costumes and everything look so cool. fantastic as well. Yeah, I have to say that. Like Star Wars is one hell of a series, and like it definitely really is. Like yeah, it may not be the most super deep or yeah. most Oscar worthy everything, but. It's it's re- it's good. Like and the yeah. teams it explores are actually quite interesting. Oh, definitely. So this is the end of the second part of this uh, event, I suppose we can call it. Yeah. So deleted scenes to complete saga, and um, yeah, we're going to be next. Obviously, is the Disney films because this is a whole new era of Star Wars. Because like yeah, like with the original series, they're decades away from the prequel series, and then decade or like. How many years later after the prequel series was it that it was a good uh, 10 years i think yeah yeah it was definitely yeah it was 10 it was 10 years exactly because oh, really? revenge of the sick came out in 2005 ah and, it's and yeah so 10 years yeah. or so and this is the new era so this is the era where G- george lucas it's the first time where he isn't in full control because he exactly. sold the property yeah so we're gonna get into that next time and uh, we hope you're enjoying this uh, thing so far I'm really having great crack just listening to an expert on Star Wars I suppose describe <laughs> how everything goes and it's it's fascinating just to hear it all in a row and just like yeah just see the whole story come together from one film to the next so thanks very much for coming on for another episode and I, I can't wait now for the next one but um, yeah so we will see you again next week for the third and final episode of this huge Star Wars rankings. And if you're still with us from the last episode, thanks very much for listening in too. And uh, yeah, so we'll see you next time. May the force be with you. See you.